0: Start your engines. Uh,
1: Mr. Gorbachev,
0: tear down this wall. The
1: only
2: thing we have to fear is fear itself. I'm not a crook. If you like your health, Politics, prophecy, and preparedness.
1: And now, your host, the editor in chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author
0: of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, he's been with us several times before. You may know him from the book. Muka Bharat Baby, My Life as a Wartime Spy for the CIA. That book is still available on Amazon. Uh, He is a former CIA agent and also former candidate for Congress. Eric Burkhart, good to have you with us, sir.
2: Hi, Jim. Uh, Such a pleasure to be with you again. I was Trying to recall, is this my third or fourth time, but we always have uh, such a, a great time, and the time seems to really fly, so, you know,
0: got to be careful that we get as much in as we possibly can. <laughs> yeah, very good. Good, So good to have you back with us, and um, I wanted to start by uh, asking you, what do you make of this raid on Rudolph Giuliani? It, 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 to me, it's so surreal. I don't believe anybody is above the law. That's something I've always said, especially when it comes to the Clintons. But there, there are some people like a Rudolph Giuliani who you almost like give the guy a pass. Not that anybody should get a pass, but it's like this guy. He is like a legend. It would be like going after Elliot Ness or it just, I, I can't even envision how they even got seven six or seven FBI agents to knock on his door and raid his apartment that, that they would have said, I'm not doing that. I'll do anything. I'll go after bin Laden. I'll do anything. I'm not raiding Rudolph Giuliani's uh, house. That is just uh, royalty and I'm not going there, but yet it happened. Uh,
2: I I really don't even know. Where to begin? Surreal is a is a the perfect word in this instance. Uh, I, I've met Rudy Giuliani a number of times. He's a good man. He's a very decent man. Uh, he's the kind of. I remember my father. Whenever my father would meet someone uh, that he really respected, he would say to me, "Now that's that's a good man." And that's what I would say about Rudy Giuliani, especially when I remember. September 11th, 2001. And, uh, I was working. Um, you know, I was a CIA case officer at the time. And that day was the seminal point of my life. And, uh, he really, he really came up and he stood up and he did his job, uh, during those really, really difficult days, um, of, of, of the whole 9-11 scenario uh i wanted to share with you something that i think you'll you'll find very interesting when i was hired uh, by the cia uh after we did our training and uh, uh and uh went through the um, polygraph and uh, all of the tough things you have to get through uh we we were get, we we had to t- make an oath we had to take an oath uh Saying that uh, we would never use any of the skills or equipment or the teaching that we had received uh, as employees of the CIA against another, against an American, a U.S. interests or a U.S. citizen, um, it's something that's never left my mind and it's something that was uh, with me throughout my career. Uh you don't report on US citizens and you don't use any of your skills uh against US citizens. Well, I have to tell you uh in the last few years and even in, in, in particular in the last 6 state months I have seen things that have really made my my blood run cold. There are people who uh, have been put in positions of authority in not just the CIA but the FBI who don't seem to have any qualms at all using their authority and their positions and their access uh, for political purposes and against uh, other US citizens. Now I'm not necessarily talking about uh CIA officers who were from my generation. I'm talking about the political appointees. Um, Barack Obama really uh mastered the art of political appointeeism. Uh he knew just where to put the right people to um, to protect his interests when he was in office. And those people a lot of them are still around and when this election came about the last presidential election uh and the uh, Trump um and Biden election i i saw things that rem- that were obviously uh very similar to things that i had been involved in myself during my career Uh, I believe me I I take a chance when I say that openly but it is the truth Uh, for many years the CIA as 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 part of its efforts to further the interests of democracy and our government and national security um, has had some involvement in elections in foreign countries that's part of the game and it's called espionage and anyone who thinks it doesn't happen needs to go back and look up cia in their dictionary
0: um and also eric uh, aren't these psychological operations that are going on as well like for example the fact that we can't have an audit of the election that that is that, that there's no reason to have an audit. Anybody that even mentions that is a conspiracy theorist. And it's isn't that part of the whole, you know, and and I, I've said on the show, I don't I'm not saying that Biden didn't win. I don't know. But but why shouldn't we audit it? We audit everything else. I mean, we all balance our checkbooks. Uh, The IRS audits a certain percentage of tax returns every year. Why would we not audit our most valuable right uh, that to make sure that the vote was done correctly if for no other reason than just to confirm it so that everybody has confidence in it? And uh, we move forward knowing that our most valuable right was protected. But it's being literally scoffed at the idea that anybody would want to audit any of these election results.
2: It's absolutely un-American. Number one, what what is someone afraid of? Okay, that's that's number one. And number two, uh, you know, one particular side in the big political picture in our country seems to, in the past, have been comfortable pushing the ideas of constant audits and constant recounting and questioning the real results of this and that. Uh, I. I am uh, I, like you. It, it's I, I'd like to know what What are you scared of? What is What is the result that you think uh, would be harmful to uh, a, a, an audit? Uh, you know what's happening in Arizona right now uh, is. I just—it's surreal. That's they they a, filed like they,
0: for people that aren't aware what's happening in Arizona, in Maricopa County, they're doing a hand recount. I think two million ballots are being recounted, and in order to get to this point, people are saying, "Well, wait a minute—that was the November election. This is this is May. Uh, well, you know, why did they wait so long? Well, because there there have been countless court challenges and restraining orders and and all kinds of nonsense, delays, and judges recusing themselves." And uh, people blocking it at the uh, county level, at the county council level, there have been all sorts of gymnastics jumping through hoops to try to block this. And finally, now uh, it's happening. So so there's got to be a reason why they don't want this audit to take place. I mean, that would just be common sense. And also, when we look at psychological operations, what about this whole idea? And and I remember this back from the Obama years, this idea of wanting to incite a race war, Um, you know, I I live in a small town and um, everybody gets along here of all races. We we don't have this idea of someone is Latino or someone is African-American or someone is white or someone is from I- Ireland or, or wherever. We're, it, we, it's just not an issue for us. And it seems like they're looking for this specific narrative uh, of, of the white police officer shooting a minority. And then it's turned into this whole notion that uh, white police officers load up all their weapons as the shift begins driving around looking to shoot minorities Uh, and they've got people believing this now to where you have like LeBron James you know tweeting out pictures of of a police officer saying you are next Uh, I have smart friends uh, people that are attorneys people that are accomplished professionals that literally believe this Uh, people with master's degrees law degrees That believe that police officers load up their weapons, driving around, looking to shoot minorities. Uh, It's it's incredible when you look at the statistics, over 90 percent of police officers never fire their weapons ever in the line of duty. And when you get into these, these are such isolated cases like the Derek Chauvin, George Floyd situation. But just like Barack Obama did. They, they've got people believing now that this is a mass. Uh, conspiracy to where this college professor in California, who just has been suspended, literally said that if she was being attacked, she would not dial 911 because the police would cause more harm to her than the people attacking her. And these are smart people. And isn't this a psychological operation for some reason? They want us to hate, hate the racists to hate each other and for us to question the police.
2: There's no doubt, and the scariest part of it is that it's eventually going to get uh, out of control, out of their control. Now, I, I, when, when I'm having these kind of conversations, I, I do my very best to bring my experience and my training, uh, to the conversation, and I, I have to say, uh, from this, the, the last election, I only, will say things that that I know I can back up factually. Uh, number one, anybody that is not disturbed by what happened at that particular point uh, at night when, was it seven or 11 of the battleground states, the counting all stopped at the same time and did not start up again until who knows how many hours later. I, I am stunned that we still don't have an explanation for that. That, that to me, is a, a huge smoking gun. And when I compare that to some of the phraseology, some of the words that I've heard coming out of the media and the press uh, that I remember from some of the earlier days of my career, I, I really to question whether or not uh, the government is being used for political purposes. Uh, I, re- I don't see how anybody can say that that's not something we, we need to consider.
0: Well, I know, you know, I, I look at it like this. If you watch an Ocean Elevens movie, you see, OK, they could do all these creative things to break into a casino. And, oh, you know, it's it, this does not seem like it would be that complicated. This is not like a James Bond plot that has to happen for the election to be thrown. And I'm not even talking about the computers. I'm just talking about um, all of these ballots that are not authenticated, that are are in many cases. 20 30 50 times than the the difference in the margin of victory that just throws the whole thing in, in, into question because if you if the margin of victory is 10,000 votes and you've got no, no chain of custody on tens of thousands of ballots and you've got uh, no signature verifications on tens of thousands of ballots, I mean you're definitely looking at, well, we can't declare a winner. If it were like a public audit of a financial statement of, of, a, of a traded company, you'd say, well, we can't give you an unqualified audit. We can't sign this audit because there's too many unknowns. And that's what happened with this election. It's unknown and that's what I've been saying uh, even though YouTube has taken uh, has taken down one of our videos where we've talked about this before uh, it, it's an unknown and oh, it, it's kidding. oh yeah we had a we had someone on here um, just to talk about election integrity and, and just in the future what what could be done to make the elections more secure and that was then taken down by YouTube and I have one warning from them saying that uh, if I'm a bad boy again and I talk about it which might be tonight I might be uh, uh, they said I could face like a one week suspension so ooh but I'm looking for uh, I'm looking forward to this FrankSpeech.com. This Mike Lindell, I'm signed up for that, so I'm hoping like maybe that will be a great outlet for us. But most of our downloads are are through the podcast platforms anyway, not so much through YouTube. But I don't want us to run out of time without talking about the UFO thing because my producer oh. my producer gave me a list of things here. Now I have to tell you, I live in Palm Coast, Florida, and I don't know if you have been noticing. So in 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 national news national news, Uh, somebody here, I guess it was yesterday or the day before saw two glowing Uh, Discs or something And it is now national news From Palm Coast, Florida So people are connecting the dots That Jim Paris, the conspiracy theorist Has UFOs (laughs) flying over his house Now to make things even stranger About a week and a half ago Someone recorded And I'm not kidding uh, On their ring doorbell Here in Palm Coast again National news again What looks to be a miniature dinosaur That ran across their lawn So they're wondering You know, have we like opened up A wormhole here in Palm Coast and we've got UFOs and miniature dinosaurs. At least it's not Jurassic Park. These are not full-size dinosaurs. They're dinosaurs the size of dogs. But what is going on? It seems like they have uh, – the, the government has authenticated and admitted – Uh, this triangular-shaped UFO, which was talked about this week on Tucker Carlson's show, without telling me something that you'd have to later kill me because you're giving up a secret. Uh, What what, what does the CIA and the government, uh, what do they have to say about uh, UFOs? I mean, there's so much out there now, and the government's almost pretty much admitting it.
2: Well, the, the, the good news is I... I'm really very, very careful about um, you know that oath that I spoke about. It means everything to me, and I, 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 I won't betray it. And I'm uh, tremendously loyal, and all will always be connected to the to the CIA and and the, the great people that work there. Um, but I, I I know that somewhere uh, in that great chain of command a decision has been made for the government to start being uh, more forthright regarding uh, what the government uh, knows regarding that particular issue the issue of uh, you know for lack of better term UFOs. Uh, I was very surprised when I saw the Navy had released. The video of the Tic Tac uh, which I'd seen before and I, I, that was also off of the coast of California and then since then I believe there have been a few more uh, videos released and then there was a Department of Defense office that uh, announced itself uh, and its existence uh, fascinating to me I I knew it was going to happen eventually but I didn't know it was going to happen in my in my lifetime. Uh, I don't know how far it's going to go, but at the end of the day you can only go so far saying that uh, everybody is mistaken and everybody is making things up or this is a uh, swamp gas or whatever. You know, there, there's an issue there that that really is the mystery of, of our age, and um, uh, I think uh, that we're going to be seeing more sooner rather than later from from the government
0: um, without telling us I, anything I, top without telling us anything top secret. Is there any chance that any of this could be sort of like a counterintelligence operation that using some sort of lasers or some other type of technological trick, or even maybe that that some foreign power has some kind of drone that does these things is it possible that it's not from outer space but from inner space if you will that this is something from Mm -hmm. earth that is happening
2: I, I, I will say say this, uh, if the CIA were involved in this issue, it wouldn't be the Directorate of Operations. It would be the Directorate of Science and Technology, and those are the guys that make all the toys. Uh, that would be the element within the agency who would, would, would be in, in involved. But something that is very important to keep in mind, uh, the, the U.S. U.S. government, from time immemorial, from 1776, has used uh, reverse psychology uh, for political and military purposes, uh, like everybody's done at one time or another. Uh, if you can um, get people focused on something uh, other than what you don't want them to be looking at, then you've you succeeded. So if, you know, there was something that uh, the U.S. government said, uh-oh, we weren't ready for pe- the people to see this, they... Certainly could create something even sexier, even brighter and bigger and louder so that it would pop up on the first page of the newspapers the next morning and what, and what really Happen that the real issue will end up on page 30 somewhere. Does does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, so these could be distractions uh, of, of, you know, even even the fact that these videos exist, we all assume like, oh, this video that we're watching on TV is a real video that someone really saw. But, you know, I'm sure that that video could be created in a studio somewhere and they could just tell us that somebody saw this I oh, mean, sure. unless we personally but- see it. I mean, it's hard to know if we can even believe it. And the media is the mainstream media more than ever is so untrustworthy anymore as far as them all being on the same true. Uh, on this 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 whole uh, Rudolph Giuliani. They, they all did a mass retraction after all mass reporting that Giuliani received uh, an FBI briefing about. Uh, being used by the Russians and this went on for two or three days and then they all retracted it at the same time when they all spoke the same words two or three days earlier so so clearly we don't have a freely operating press so who knows what's happening uh, with these UFOs uh, I find it fascinating we have a guest on on a regular basis uh, L.A. Marzulli who has a mm-hmm. he's got a unique uh, do you know L.A. Marzulli
2: I'm, well, of course, I listen to your show as yes. much as I can. Well, I am familiar. Yeah, so
0: it. he's got an idea that maybe there's something spiritual uh, going on with these UFOs, and it's not something happening mm. really in, the, in the physical realm, but there's something, you know, demonic going on with these UFOs. But uh, uh,
2: uh, You know, the, 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 it's wide open. Um, I I have to say I I was fortunate on a couple of occasions to be a, a guest on coast to coast uh, uh a few years back and uh uh um I remember George Nori, uh, proposing the idea that, uh, whoever it is that's flying these little things up there are really us from the future. Ah. And that, you know, our, our, we've lost our hair because we don't need it. Our heads (laughs) have gotten bigger because our, our brains have gotten larger. We've all become unisex because that's the more effective way to reproduce. Um, and these things that are popping up—they're breaking their own laws by sneaking back to have a look at how things used to be. <laughs> That's an interesting idea. Yeah, um, sure is. You know, I—I uh, I, I won't put. I really, who knows? You know, yeah, but but we
0: know something's going on, and the government is no longer uh, denying it. It's it it's out there. Let me ask you about this uh, Texas secession. Uh, My producer gave me some notes, and one of the items here is you have it's called Texit T E X I T. I guess to take off from Brexit, the idea that in an upcoming election that Texans may vote to secede from the United States Um, is that even possible. I I don't know legally how that works. I mean, obviously, we had the civil war over that whole idea. I mean, is there a federal option for a state that's had enough? And I know Texas has definitely had enough. Florida has had enough, uh, especially with this recent bailout where we're bailing out blue states with our money from red states that have balanced budgets. Uh, Can a state... Actually, leave the United States and and tell us about this this Texit uh, option that might be on the next uh, ballot.
2: You know, when you talk about about balanced budgets, uh, Hunter Biden's checking account could probably balance the budgets of a few Midwestern <laughs> states alone. Yeah, there but you go. About the uh, the the Texit issue, uh, I really. I, I don't know what the realities are legally. Uh, in uh, 1860, if I were alive back then, if someone would have asked me, I would have said, of course it should be legal. It would be un-American to stop people from one state. Well, if they so chose of moving off in their own direction, it just seemed like something that was uh sacrosanct to the uh, some of the ideal the original ideals of the uh, of the uh, uh, of the union we put together that people should have that right uh we wanted to leave the the UK or or I'm sorry we wanted to leave the the royal you know the the, the england and uh and we fought uh, for the right to do so and so i I'm a little, uh, it's, it's a difficult issue for me to think that 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 should be something somebody would be would say would be uh, not, not, not a legal option. Uh, here in Texas, what the issue is about right now is whether or not the people of Texas should have the right to decide themselves. Uh, the issue is not so much uh, involving uh, the federal government or other states. It's an internal question right now, and and Texans are having it amongst themselves. Uh, there are actually some Texans who, who do not support the idea of citizens of Texas having the right to make that choice themselves. Uh, I personally think that if the majority of people living in this state want to move in that direction, then it's something that should be considered. That it, to me, is about as uh, American as you can get. Even though we're talking about secession, uh, I, I can tell you it is an issue that is a lot more uh, realistic than people realize. I don't think Washington D.C. has taken it very seriously but uh the uh organization the Texas Nationalist Movement they've got over 400,000 members and um, the, the numbers are climbing uh and a lot of it is the fear of not being able to control our own border anymore yeah uh, if you know it's very possible that Texas could become a blue state within the next few years uh with Biden as as president and um so people here in Texas are taking it very seriously uh, the question of whether or not Texans have that right uh, maybe it's a question every state should people of every state should be asking themselves
0: yeah very good and i'm going to open up the phone lines now if you'd like to call in with your question or comment for our special guest former cia agent eric burkhart the number is on your screen if you're watching the video feed 646-716-4041 if you're listening over one of our audio streams write down the number 646 area code 716 Four zero four one six four six seven one six. 4041. We'll also take some questions over the email jim at christianmoney.com jim at christianmoney.com I've got several people asking me by email they want me to bring up the issue of Hunter Biden um, which obviously <laughs> uh, you know this is obviously after the time you were in the CIA and all that but, but when you look at the dynamics at play here this is the son of a sitting president but this is also a son where they so much smoke. There's billowing smoke. There's got to be fire. There's the laptop from hell. There's the China deal. There's the Ukraine deal. There's questions of of money laundering. There's questions of operating as a an unregistered foreign agent. There is enough here that uh, probably even uh, a prosecutor that uh, worked a uh, half a day a week would find something here uh, to bring a federal case. Uh, but we're not hearing anything about this. Uh, what do you think is actually? happening behind the scenes and could it be so simple as well this is the president's son we can't do anything here
2: you know i there's i can't think there are so many issues that we've talked about tonight right? it, the world as as it, as it, as we live in it today there's so many things happening uh but this Hunter biden issue is something that is very, very sensitive to me. Uh, I remember when I was uh, still working, uh, that uh, people would, where I worked would make jokes about Joe Biden. He was known to have enriched just about every member of, well, let me rephrase that, that members of his family had become wealthy over the number of years that Joe had been involved in politics, and there—he's not the only one. It's—it's a a sickness that infects both parties. But Joe had always had a reputation of being very effective at uh, seeing that. His relatives uh, did very well from his time in Congress and as vice President. You know uh, when he was vice president, he would uh, go from one country to the next in eastern Europe, uh, Western Europe in Africa and it's actually not far from the truth that as he would leave the office from meeting chambers of commerce and and and, and presidents of foreign countries. Hunter would follow him into that office. And, and there's, there's people that are so aware of this in Washington DC. It's, 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 you don't want to laugh about it because it is very frightening. But why is this issue not being pursued?
0: Well, and then there's the yes. Peter. There's a Did Peter Schweitzer you. book, which the Peter Schweitzer book just lays this all out in so much detail that you could present it to a grand jury. Just a copy of that book. I mean, and 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 I really think that this is this is like you said. It's both sides of the aisle. It's Democrats and Republicans, and this is how these mm-hmm. they go into office. Uh, you know, making these salaries that would never get them to be worth tens of millions of dollars. And you know, you've got the laptop. You've got the emails. Going to the big guy who gets his cut. You've got emails from Hunter Biden complaining that his dad's getting half, and all of the, it's it's just like it's all there. And yet we're all just laughed off as conspiracy theorists for even talking about it. And the idea that they are going after the investigation into the Bidens and not for what the Bidens actually did makes it even more uh, unbelievable. The idea that Trump was almost impeached the sitting president for making that phone call to Ukraine and now we know from the laptop from hell that there was a there there <laughs> and there was a reason for him to, to, as a chief law enforcement officer to make that call but the idea that now the crime is that they looked into the crime. That's, that's now what they're shaping up uh, to be the crime. The crime is not uh you know what happened the the SOB uh you know was fired, you know the the video all of that. Th- that's not the crime. That's the, the not the the bribery, not the money. It's the looking into that because Biden was a political rival uh but I mean it, and obviously we don't have everything from that laptop. I thought it was hilarious Giuliani uh was on uh this week with Steve Bannon and he said when the FBI was taking of his electronics away he said here here would you like this i've got copies of hunter biden's hard drives i can give you those too <laughs> and they said they said no we don't want those they said no we don't we're not interested in that that's not on our my list goodness. of items to take and so you know that just tells i mean that right there it's like the metaphor of metaphors it's like okay <laughs> so so you don't want this you don't want you don't want to look at this that i can hand you you want to look at my stuff um do you think there's still an appetite to go after Trump, I know that this Cyrus Vance well, uh, was still percolating things in New York State, but we haven't heard anything. And now this Giuliani raid. Do you think there's an appetite to still go after Trump? Uh, and, and your thoughts, any, any more Vance. thoughts on uh, on Hunter Biden?
2: Uh, still drinking beer with Billy Carter somewhere down
0: in, in Georgia. <laughs> I haven't heard that name in a long time. This you know, is, uh, uh, yeah, this is Cyrus uh, Vance Jr. Know, Jr. Of- Cyrus Vance Jr. Oh, is it a junior? Yeah,
2: okay, it's the junior. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah, and uh, he's, know, uh, and I- he's
0: the prosecutor in Manhattan who's uh, apparently going after Trump. And you know what they're going after Trump for is because when he went to the bank, he presented higher values for his properties and then when he paid his taxes, he argued for lower values. And I thought, who doesn't do that who doesn't do that who doesn't when you You go to borrow money you always try to get the higher value when you're trying to borrow and then when you get taxed here in Florida they even tell you that your tax roll number is only like 65 or 70% of your actual market value because they don't want to argue with people they just they mark to the market at like 65 or 70% for the tax roll and then when you go to the bank the bank gives you the real market value as far as your loan none of us are going to prison for that difference and that's just normal business uh, but they want to put Trump in in, in uh, prison for that
2: I I, I, I... You know, there are there are a couple of things that are so important here. Earlier in our conversation, you'd mentioned the FBI, and I think of both the FBI and the the IRS. It's much more difficult for me to talk about the FBI because I've worked so closely with the bureau uh, overseas and and domestically. And uh, the ninety nine percent of people working for the bureau are just the, the, the great human beings, absolutely. And great Americans, absolutely. And I I cannot I, I don't know enough people. Working for the IRS, and I haven't seen my 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 return yet this year, so I don't want to say anything. <laughs> good or <bad> just yet. <laughs> right, but um, <laughs> you know, I am astounded by what. To me, looks like obvious again, politics being played with different uh, organizations and agencies within the federal government. What we saw during the Obama administration with the IRS, with the that that poor guy that that looked like Gollum. I can't remember what his <laughs> name was. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, I I am really disturbed as an American that uh, agencies and, and, and departments of the federal government s- seem to be actively engaged in targeting people for political purposes. And uh, it's... Oh, and what was the other name,
0: Lois, Lois, Lois Lerner, who was making like six figures and then just retired with six figures... Uh, I mean, oh, yeah. She's not
2: alone. And, uh, you know, Obama, when he came into office, he had the right people picked out to put into the right vacancies. It's my understanding that he had a, a list already put together when he stepped into the Oval Office that in the Department of Commerce, there's this – seat that's going to be open department of agriculture there's this seat and they all went to political hacks and when the time came and people need to be needed to take one for the team uh, they were in the place to do so and maybe at the end of the day it is just politics but it's pretty disgusting as far as i'm concerned
0: absolutely chicago is with us uh chicago go ahead uh say hello to eric burkhart hi eric
1: um, question, kind of a comment, also. Uh, when I, years ago, I was a judge advocate for the United States Army. So, I when I took my commission, I took a oath to uh, to uphold and defend the Constitution. Uh, this, is Jer- this is our friend. This is our friend
0: Jeremy, who was with us last week as actually as a guest. He's an attorney in the Chicago area. Go ahead, sir.
1: Yeah, thanks. Um, so, my question is. Uh, what are the people to say? Wait a second. You know, I, I didn't take an oath to defend Joe Biden. I didn't take an oath to defend the Democratic Party. I took an oath to defend the Constitution. And I, I'm just, I guess, a little dismayed, a little in awe of, you know, uh, that I, I mean, no disrespect. I support the military. I support, uh, officers. Um, but where are people to say, wait a second? You know, instead of breaking into people's businesses or um, and doing these investigations because they're just told to and they're just following orders, at what point do people say, wait a second? I took an oath to defend the Constitution and not do things just to defend a certain, you know, uh, political party or a candidate.
2: Uh, Jeremy, first, uh, I want to thank you for, for your service. Uh, thank you. uh you, you had a, a difficult job to do, no doubt, and I'm, I'm glad you were there to do it. Uh, I am really confused about who really is running what show nowadays, uh, from the Pentagon to, uh, Foggy Bottom to the halls of the Department of Justice. Uh, it's, it's very hard to, to get those important questions answered because everything seems to be so politicized. Um, and uh, uh, you were saying, Jim, uh, you know, when are they going to decide that, to, to, you know, that Trump, you know, is not always going to be a target. I, I think he will always be a target. Um, they he did some things that made some people so angry. In other words, he was successful uh, that they will never move past that. But. Um, you know, uh, we've got real issues with judges in all sorts of elements, in the military, uh, in in different states, and, of course, at the federal level. Uh, that really scares me. Uh, I'm sure that we've all been absolutely horrified by some of the decisions we hear coming out of some of those circuit courts on the West Coast. I, I sit and I think, how can anybody justify some of these rulings that that I hear? Uh, they they come out as not only sounding illegal but uh, very uh, un-American. Um, I, I don't know where to go from here. Uh, did we do uh, any better in the last election, with as far as uh, judges go? Um, I don't know. Uh, 2022 is going to be a very interesting election
0: it really is and and it's it's all about what what do you know about the uh this idea of packing the court It seems that it lost Steam thank you by the way Jeremy for your Call it, it seems like it lost steam With some of the more Moderate Democrats including Joe Manchin That this idea of well look uh, If nine seats are good then We'll go with let's go with 16 or, or 20 let's go with 900 And like rotate them every other week Or something so these crazy plans started Coming out uh, has that Fizzled or do you think that's still on the table This idea of packing the court?
2: Well, it's all a question of priorities and uh, absolutely uh, uh, Biden uh, has his priorities. Uh, I I think one priority that we're going to start hearing about more frequently is statehood for uh, the district and for Puerto Rico. Uh, uh, It it is worth a great deal uh, to get those states uh, into the blue column.
0: Explain to people um, why that would be from- a why that is such uh, a big deal for those two uh, for, for the district and for for Puerto Rico to become states. how does that help the Democrats?
2: well I want you to envision uh, those states, uh being uh granted statehood and i uh, i would imagine i'm going to take a guess and i'm going to say that we would be looking at well you'd looking at two senator seats from each state I'd, i couldn't begin to guess what the uh, the uh representative number would be uh but when you take a look at that and then you consider the fact that biden is bound and determined and actually he is obliged to uh provide amnesty to uh 20 million 15 million who knows what the real number is of of uh resident aliens people who are here legally and have legal status uh the promise has been made repeatedly and repeatedly and those people they they deserve an answer eventually sooner or later you know what about our status now you take a look at both of those issues and what you see is a country that is turning into a one-party state that is the scary reality from my perspective
0: because they, they those would mostly be blue states so you're talking about four Democratic senators thrown into the mix, and then you lose the whole ball of wax. Pretty much at that point, that's
2: oh, no- Texas. Texas, uh, uh, I was amazed that Texas, uh, th- Trump won Texas in 2016 by, I think, three uh, percentage points, and he won by nine percentage points this last time around, I believe, and I was very surprised by that. But there is no doubt in my mind that once amnesty passes, uh, uh, Texas will become a blue state. Wow, that's, um, that's scary. That's another, another reason why this... Texas movement has become so important.
0: And my last question tonight is uh, John Kerry, or as uh, uh, God bless him, Rush Rush Limbaugh, rest in peace, uh, called him Lurch. Uh, John Kerry uh the, the, as as rush used to call him the haughty John Kerry uh he's he's involved with some kind of smoky backroom deals which has been going on for years with him kind of like secretly talking with Iran and then denying it and now there's uh there's rumors of some sort of like multi-billion dollar under the- table payment which would uh which would dwarf the the palliative cash payment uh that Obama gave to Iran there's there's thoughts of uh, of a, a multi-billion dollar uh payment going to Iran there's talk about Kerry having uh off the the books meetings with them even Whispers of him sharing plans uh of uh, the Israelis uh you know defense plans against them uh, what do you know about all this and and what is John Kerry up to well I mean would He's supposed to be the climate guy anyway, right? What's what's he doing getting well, into all this?
2: Maybe he lost an arm wrestling contest with Al Gore, and so he's not allowed to be the climate guy anymore. Right. But um, if if you add about forty years to uh, Hunter Biden, you will see more than a physical uh, resemblance to uh, John Kerry. Um, you know, I I, I think uh, Kerry. It's all a question of integrity or the lack of um, the the way that that some of our politicians have dealt with Iran is astounding. It's as if they are not aware of who is sitting behind the seats of power in Tehran and in Qom. Uh, who is it that is 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 calling the shots there and telling those 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 ships to go and and shoot uh, uh, just over the top of, of our of our ships in, in the Persian Gulf and um, you. You know, aside from the bribe uh, from the Obama years, this latest issue or this latest scandal uh, I think has real legs. Uh, I think it's a legitimate issue. Uh, I I do believe that there was real discussion uh, regarding money, Iran, um, and John Kerry. Um, Unfortunately, it's all about who sits where and who controls what on whether or not it becomes an issue to be um, really, really uh, followed through on.
0: Yeah, very good, because uh, that that's something to watch. But, you know, with the Democrats in control, who knows if we'll ever uh, get to the bottom of that. But, uh, you know, that, that whole pallet of cash deal uh, just never sat well with me. And uh, it looks like maybe there's more money going to Iran, because I think in the end, I mean, maybe we sum this all up and we end the night by by really addressing this issue. Is is Obama really in control? Everything I see Is that Obama is the man behind the curtain? Do you think that I'm right?
2: Yeah, I, I agree. And I believe the other man behind the curtain is uh, Kamala Harris. But I could be wrong there. Uh, she seems to be, uh, pretty, uh, in, uh, she seems to be able to carry her, her weight and influence, uh, around uh, pretty effectively as well. But yes, there, there can't be any question that Obama is still calling the shots, uh, for the, the, the Democratic Party and he i think is hiding behind all kinds of i'm such a good guy shields uh while he moves us closer and closer to what is beginning to look like a possible uh, racial confrontation in this country uh, it 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 scares me it really does um i um I'm glad we got a chance to talk about it tonight, though.
0: Yeah, and and, and I'm going to tell my producer to try to, you know, get you to come back three or four times a year because I always enjoy your insights. And it's a lot of fun talking to you. And I want to tell people about your book. It's still available on Amazon. It's Muka Barat Baby, My Life as a Wartime Spy for the CIA. My Life as a Wartime Spy for the CIA. And uh, that book is there. You can find it by searching for Eric. E R I C Burkhart, B U R K H A R T. Get the book. It's very interesting. You'll have a, a great uh, time reading that, especially if, you know, summer trip or whatever. A great book to read. It's available on Kindle or paperback. Is this one available as an audiobook? A lot of our audience loves the audiobooks.
2: Uh, I, I believe so. Um I, I, I'm pretty confident that it is. Uh, I like to tell people, mulhabarat is the Arabic word for CIA because a lot of people wonder why I chose that that okay. title for the book but I heard that I, I was called that many times while working overseas by young people so that's why I chose that title
0: uh that, that by uh, the way that that word has never come up in my verbal advantage word of the day <laughs> it just never never seen it yet but I'm there's, well, there's still time
2: <laughs> yes I, I want to thank you so much for having me on your show. And please, anytime, I, I, I was telling a friend of mine tonight how much I was looking forward to being on your show, because you and I have real rapport. And um, I'm, I really appreciate you sharing your audience
0: with me. Yes, sir. Thank you so much. And do you have a website or anything else you'd like to share with us? <laughs>
2: Well, I'm in between putting together a second edition uh, of my book. So the the website is 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 down at the moment. But um, no, I'm are you on are you on
0: Twitter or anywhere else they can follow you?
2: No, no. Uh, I, Probably a smart uh, thing. I'm a, <laughs> well, I, I used to, uh, you know, you'd mentioned that I'd uh, uh, been involved with uh, running for Congress a, a few years back, but uh, that, that effort didn't last very long. I ended up having to run against uh, 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 Ted Cruz's chief of staff. Uh, so <laughs> I realized I didn't have much of a chance, so I pulled out. But, uh, no, I, I, I avoid social media for the most part, but when, when the time comes, I'll be
0: there. Very good, and and check out that, uh, that new Mike Lindell, FrankSpeech.com, which I guess is uh, they're going to let us start posting this week, which is exciting. It went online about two weeks ago, but now they're going to let the posting begin uh, this week, and it's supposed to be like all about no censorship, and conservatives can talk about things like elections and, and all that good stuff, but uh, Eric Burkhardt, uh, nice. thank you so much sir for being with us, and uh, we look forward to having- Having you back again, God bless you. Uh, great guest. I always enjoy talking with Eric Burkhart because we can basically go anywhere, right? We can talk about anything, and uh, he's such a knowledgeable guy. And uh, of course, you just love having that uh, background of uh, you know working for the CIA and and who knows what uh, what he knows that he can't say on the show. Like I said, he'd have to kill me if he told me too much. So, in any case, uh, great interview. Thank you to Eric Burkhart. All right, next week uh, we were going to go back into uh, true crime. Really looking forward to that interview as we talk about justice for Bonnie, the shocking true crime story of an Alaskan college student's murder and her mother's relentless crusade for the truth. That uh, is next week in our guest segment on Jim Paris Live. Thanks so much for joining us. Great to have you with us tonight. Remember, if it's Sunday night, it's Jim Paris Live. So long, everybody.